1: Thank you very much. Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Now, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for the January 6th committee's live hearings on Thursday in primetime. They are destined. TO GO DOWN IN THE ANNALS OF LIVE TV, LIKE THE WATERGATE HEARINGS, THE MOON LANDING, AND THE TIME WALTER CRONKITE WAS SWALLOWED BY A PYTHON. Oh, <laughs> IT'S GOING TO BE AN HISTORIC EVENING, WHICH IS WHY THE LATE SHOW WILL BE GOING LIVE, RIGHT THERE, BABY, LIVE AFTER THE HEARINGS ON THURSDAY NIGHT. COME ON! YOU CAN'T KEEP US DOWN. YOU GO LIVE, WE GO LIVE. I'm tired already!
0: Yeah, baby.
1: I am pre-exhausted. Now, here's the deal. All the major news outfits, CBS, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, will be covering the hearings live, while the Fox News Channel will stay with its usual primetime lineup. Well, that's actually good. No, it's actually good. We'll hear directly from the people who planned the coup. (laughs) And Sean can just read his... His
0: tweets. Come on, Fox. Huh?
1: WE'RE LEARNING uh, MORE ABOUT WHAT TO EXPECT uh, FROM THE HEARINGS THIS THURSDAY, THANKS TO MARYLAND REPRESENTATIVE AND PATIENT IN THE dentist WAITING ROOM REALIZING EVERYONE FORGOT ABOUT HIM AND WENT HOME. <laughs> JAMIE RASKIN. RASKIN <laughs> CLAIMS THAT THE HEARINGS uh, SPELL A LOT OF TROUBLE FOR FORMER PRESIDENT FRAUDO Baggins. WE ALL SAW THE FORMER PRESIDENT FIRE UP THAT MOB AND TELL THEM TO MARCH ON THE Capitol TO STOP THE COUNTING. BUT RASKIN SAYS THERE IS MORE TO THE STORY.
0: THE SELECT COMMITTEE HAS FOUND
1: EVIDENCE ABOUT A LOT MORE THAN INCITEMENT HERE. OOH, THAT IS TANTALIZINGLY VAGUE. (laughs) IT REMINDS ME OF THE ORIGINAL TITLE OF BREAKING BAD, ABOUT A LOT MORE THAN CHEMISTRY. Part of the former president's plan to overthrow the legitimate results of a free and fair election was to go to the seven battleground states he lost and just make up alternate slates of electors who would claim he had won their state. Why stop there? Why not just bring in a fake Mike Pence? You could borrow
0: mine. (laughs)
1: So lifelike. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday we learned the Justice Department has discovered an email from the former president's campaign in Georgia urging fake electors there to use quote complete secrecy. Never assign you're proud of your actions. Here's my resume. <laughs> Tell no one. <laughs> the man, oh, man the man. The man behind that email was the former president's election day head of operations in Georgia. What was his name again? Oh yeah, Robert Sinners. <laughs> Finally a sign from God who the bad guys are. Other people on the email chain were his co-workers, SONNY O'SATAN, <laughs> I'm a Jagoff, and Johnny Depp. Some Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh! But You've been watching? I've been watching. You've been watching? Yeah, it's got got a lot happening. Some coup plotters are actually facing serious consequences because yesterday, five members of the Proud Boys were indicted for sedition in the Capitol attack, which... which... carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. I gotta tell you, seeing those guys arrested
0: makes this boy proud. <laughs> now. Mm, mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. <laughs> now, if you're not familiar with the Proud Boys, that sounds lovely. <laughs> but as a refresher, they're a far-right anti-immigrant all-male group who take their name from an obscure show tune FROM THE DISNEY MUSICAL ALADDIN ENTITLED PROUD OF YOUR BOY. IT WAS ACTUALLY THEIR SECOND DISNEY SONG CHOICE. ORIGINALLY, THEY WERE THE SUPERCALIFRAGILISTIC EXPIELA DOUCHEBAGS. <laughs> the... <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> THE PROUD BOYS... <laughs> The Proud Boys have a lot of strange rules, like this one. No heterosexual brother of the fraternity shall masturbate more than one time in any calendar month. That's going to make those 20 years in prison seem pretty long. (laughs) But I do... (laughs) I do understand why they're so angry. I DON'T GET... WE WERE TALKING ABOUT THOSE FOUR. I DON'T GET ONCE A MONTH. I GET NONE. THAT MAKES SENSE. BUT ONCE A MONTH AS A TREAT, YOU KNOW. <laughs> THE PROUD BOYS ARE GOING TO BE PROMINENTLY FEATURED DURING THE LIVE HEARINGS ON THURSDAY BECAUSE THE COMMITTEE INTENDS TO PRESENT LIVE TESTIMONY FROM A BRITISH DOCUMENTARIAN WHO IS FILMING THE GROUP WITH THEIR PERMISSION DURING THE RIOT. WHY DO YOU LET A FILM CREW FOLLOW YOU WHILE YOU COMMIT TREASON? WELL... SAME REASON BENEDICT ARNOLD COMMISSIONED THAT PAINTING OF HIM HANDING OVER THE PLANS. <laughs> ACROSS THE POND, SPEAKING OF THE BRITS, SPEAKING OF BENEDICT ARNOLD, ACROSS THE POND, THERE'S NEWS ABOUT BRITISH PRIME MINISTER AND HAUNTED BOSS BABY, BORIS JOHNSON. <laughs> BOJO'S HAVE BEEN IN TROUBLE EVER SINCE it CAME OUT THAT DURING THE PANDEMIC, HE THREW MULTIPLE BOOZY PARTIES IN VIOLATION OF HIS OWN COVID LOCKDOWN. IT'S THE BIGGEST PRIME MINISTER SCANDAL SINCE WORLD WAR II WHEN THE PRESS DISCOVERED THAT SOMETIMES CHURCHILL WASN'T DRUNK. (laughs) NOW, NO ONE, NO ONE IN THE U.K. IS HAPPY WITH JOHNSON, ESPECIALLY NOT YOUR AVERAGE JOE SIX-PINT. RIGHT NOW, Boris's APPROVAL RATING IS DOWN TO 29%. OF COURSE, THAT'S 29% METRIC, SO TO CONVERT THAT TO IMPERIAL, (laughs) WE HAVE TO MULTIPLY BY NINE. 129% PLUS OR MINUS, DIVIDED BY 5, PLUS OR MINUS 32, (laughs) STILL BETTER THAN BIDEN. (laughs)
0: Hey.
1: HEY, READ A NEWSPAPER. Now, Bojo's unpopularity hit a low point yesterday when the British Parliament held a no confidence vote to remove him from office, a vote he survived. Well, of course he did. Just look at him. The man is obviously a survivor of multiple shipwrecks. (laughs) Now, after. (laughs) You got it. I see it. Thank you. Thank you, Lewis. Back at you. you. Back at you. Back at you. After barely holding on to his job, Johnson uh, still felt absolutely tickety-boo. I think this is a a very good result for for politics and for uh, for the country. What it means is that as a a government, we can move on and focus on the stuff that I think really matters to people. Yes, the stuff that really matters to people. Like, am I a human man or some sort of grizzled muppet, part of an elaborate prank by the Jim Henson Creature Shop? I'VE NEVER SEEN ME FROM THE WAIST DOWN. (laughs) NOW, LET'S SEE... OH, MY! OH, MY! BUT WE'LL SEE HOW LONG THAT OPTIMISM LASTS, BECAUSE OTHER PRIME MINISTERS LIKE THERESA MAY AND Margaret THATCHER ALSO WON NO CONFIDENCE VOTES, ONLY TO RESIGN SHORTLY THEREAFTER. AT BEST, RIGHT NOW, JOHNSON STANDS ON THE PRECIPICE OF A DIVIDED CONSERVATIVE PARTY. TO WHICH JOHNSON SAID, PARTY, WHERE, teenies ON ME. <laughs> the... THE ECONOMY IS STILL GOING THROUGH SOME POST-PANDEMIC WEIRDNESS, AND THAT MEANS MORE SHORTAGES. AND THIS SUMMER COULD BRING A BIG ONE, BECAUSE WE ARE FACING A LIFEGUARD SHORTAGE. AND JUST TO BE SAFE, I'VE SPENT THE LAST TWO YEARS TURNING MY BODY INTO A FLOTATION DEVICE. <laughs> mm-hmm. THE... SHORTAGE IS AFFECTING A THIRD OF PUBLIC POOLS NATIONWIDE, WITH SOME HAVING TO REDUCE HOURS OR CLOSE ALTOGETHER. OH, NO! NOW WHERE WILL KIDS MAKE CLASSIC SUMMER MEMORIES, LIKE GETTING PINK-EYE AND ACCIDENTALLY SWALLOWING A (laughs) BAND-AID? NOW, IT COULD GET WORSE. ACCORDING TO AN OFFICIAL AT THE LIFEGUARD ASSOCIATION, WE WILL HAVE A LIFEGUARD SHORTAGE NEXT YEAR. IT'S GOING TO TAKE YEARS TO GET OUT OF THIS. I'M NOT SURPRISED IT'S GOING TO TAKE A WHILE. Lifeguards famously travel only in slow motion. <laughs> now it's not just yeah. television show.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they quality, yeah. yeah. quality show. Quality yeah. show. It's not just shortages of people, it's also shortages of stuff people use because apparently the US is experiencing a tampon shortage. The shortage has allowed companies to increase the prices of feminine care products. For example, ON AMAZON RECENTLY, ONE BOX OF 18 tampacks LISTED FOR $114. THAT IS AWFUL. I HAVE A SUGGESTION OF WHERE THOSE COMPANIES CAN STICK THEIR PRICE GOUGING. <laughs> AND THEY MIGHT GET TOXIC SHOCK. NOW... THE SUPPLY CHAIN ISN'T JUST RUINING YOUR GENES, IT'S ALSO RUINING YOUR FUN BECAUSE THERE'S A HELIUM SHORTAGE IMPACTING PROM AND GRADUATION PARTIES. A HELIUM SHORTAGE? I HAVE ONLY ONE THING TO SAY TO THAT. I'M SORRY I'M RUINING YOUR PROM, KIDS. (laughs) BUT IT WAS IMPORTANT FOR ME TO TALK FUNNY ON TV. COMING UP, ROBERT DE NIRO. everybody, yeah. FOLKS, OUR FIRST GUEST TONIGHT IS A TWO-TIME ACADEMY AWARD WINNER AND ONE OF THE FOUNDERS OF THE TRIBECA FILM FESTIVAL, WHICH RETURNS TOMORROW FOR ITS 21ST YEAR. PLEASE WELCOME BACK TO THE LATE SHOW, ROBERT DE NIRO! <laughs> It's so nice to have you back. You really class up a place. Well, that's very, very nice of you. <laughs> I'm a very nice person. You are. Thank you. You are. Yeah. You evidently just noticed that I'm a nice person.
0: No, I've, I've known that for a while. You, I've always liked you.
1: How have you been? I haven't talked to you in person. You were on uh, over, you know, COVID over Zoom. Yeah, yeah But I haven't yeah. seen you in person in a couple of years. How, how, how are you holding together?
0: Everything's moving along. It's really nice that it's over. Oh, not yeah. over. It's hopefully it's sure. getting hopefully. becoming over yeah, yeah 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 we've
1: been fooled a couple times before yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: but what about like i know that you
1: you you have a fair amount of uh, you have emotions about politics you have thoughts of course yes. first those stir emotions i know you have some anxiety about the state of politics in the united states having a new guy at uh, 1600 pennsylvania avenue has that have you sleep any better at night
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, you know, he, he got us into calm waters. That was yeah. always the idea. Yeah. He's doing a very good job. It's a tough one. I couldn't imagine. I, I, I could imagine how difficult it is. Um, I have decisions in my own personal life that, that I imagine that what he goes through is 100 times that. Yeah. And, and so, uh, no, he's doing the best he can, and, and uh, we got to get through a bad period. Yeah. Period.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: IT'S GRADUATION SEASON. ONE THING YOU
1: AND I HAVE HAD IN COMMON, WE'VE DONE A COUPLE OF uh, GRADUATION uh, uh, COMMENCEMENT ADDRESSES OVER THE YEARS. Yes. WHAT ADVICE DO YOU LIKE TO GIVE? I GAVE SOME ADVICE TONIGHT, I just TOLD A YOUNG LADY OVER HERE, I SAID, DON'T WORRY, IT'S NOT GOING TO HELP. AND well, I'M CURIOUS, well, like, what's, WHAT KIND OF ADVICE WOULD YOU LIKE TO HAVE GOTTEN?
0: I, I THINK I GOT, YOU CAN'T GIVE ADVICE REALLY AT THE END OF THE DAY, YOU'RE OUT THERE ON YOUR OWN, AND uh, I GUESS. <laughs> THAT'S THE ADVICE. <laughs> 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 YOU'RE ON YOUR OWN. <laughs> YOU ARE OUT GOOD there. LUCK. I TELL ANY ACTOR, any I TELL MY OWN KIDS THIS, what, uh, IF YOU'RE READING FOR SOMETHING, JUST ASSUME YOU'RE NOT GOING TO GET THE PART. AND THAT WILL FREE oh. YOU, IF ANYTHING. IT WILL FREE YOU TO MAKE A BOLDER CHOICE, MAYBE. AND WHAT'LL HAPPEN, IT'S MORE IMPORTANT THAN EVEN THE DIRECTOR WATCHING YOU DO THE READING, IT'S THE CASTING DIRECTOR, BECAUSE THEY they WORK WITH DIRECTORS ALL THE TIME. SO oh, IF THEY see. SEE YOU DO SOMETHING THAT'S KIND OF INTERESTING AND BOLD, THEY'LL TELL THE DIRECTOR OF ANOTHER th- PROJECT THEY'RE WORKING ON, WELL, MAYBE, YOU KNOW, THIS ACTOR'S NOT QUITE WHAT YOU'RE LOOKING FOR, BUT THEY'RE INTERESTING, YOU SHOULD MEET THEM. Yeah. AND YOU NEVER KNOW WHAT HAPPENS. So. Yeah. But I always he's say he's got this
1: uh, interesting quality, this actor, where he doesn't look like he uh, thinks he's gonna ever have anything good
0: happen. For That's him. right. That's right. Did That's you okay. really do
1: that when you were a young actor, go in and say, uh, "I'm not gonna
0: get this"? No, it's not so easy. But you you do just um, assume that you're not gonna get it. I've gone for, I've read for things over and over and over again, and I've done it every which way to the point of absurdity. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they just wanted somebody. I wasn't. Quite right, no matter how you sliced it. So they got somebody with some, a name value, and un, that's understandable. Robert uh, De Niro doesn't have. No, not value. not then.
1: Oh, not that, then. The, oh this not is this when, is when is
0: I was in my early old 20s. young
1: yeah. Robert De Niro. Yes. Yeah. Did you get you got a lot of rejection?
0: Yeah, I not But I never looked at it as rejection. I just looked at it as well. Let me move on. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know. Was there anything like you know, one of those famous stories? Or maybe not famous because I haven't heard it yet. Were there any like famous parts that you read for, and they you didn't get like? Were you supposed to be James Bond or Han Solo or any no, of that stuff?
0: No, I, I mean I read for *Bang the Drum Slowly*. I don't know. Was aware of that movie? Yeah. I did it forty yeah. years. 40 years ago. Extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. And um, I read for the the, uh, the director a few times. Then I read for the producer a few times. Then I read for the producer's wife.
1: Uh, Very important. And the
0: whole, you know, I read about seven times, and I went from one part to the other part, which is fine. Uh, it wasn't the original part I read for, but it was the other lead, and IT, if you will, mm-hmm. so that happens. You just have to say, I, "That's it." I come back, I read again. I don't know if you had this experience when I
1: was younger and was. A STRUGGLING ACTOR TRYING TO REALLY BE AN ACTOR, and AS OPPOSED TO WHATEVER THIS IS, AND (laughs) I'M NOT SURE HOW TO DEFINE WHAT THIS IS, IS THAT I ALWAYS FELT LIKE WHEN I WAS WORKING, OF COURSE I'M GOING TO KEEP WORKING. I'M A WORKING ACTOR. BUT at THE MINUTE I WASN'T WORKING, I'LL NEVER WORK AGAIN. THAT WAS THE FEELING. THAT WAS THE ANXIETY.
0: I DON'T KNOW WHY I DIDN'T HAVE THAT FEELING. I I, I MEAN, I JUST DIDN'T.
1: BOB, I'M GETTING THE FEELING YOU DIDN'T HAVE A LOT OF FEELINGS. I DIDN'T HAVE ANY FEELINGS.
0: You're dead inside. I was dead inside. So I just, you know, I just uh, walked through it all. No, I just, um, you you um, are always looking for the next thing, hoping it's the excitement of something new coming along. Mm-hmm. Not like you had a job and then all of a sudden, what am I going to do next? I always felt very optimistic. I don't know why, I just did.
1: Wow. You know, when I was 29 years old and I had a. Uh, HAD a, a, a NEW WIFE, A NEW BABY, AND I HAD NO JOB, I LOST MY JOB. I, MY MOM CALLED AND SAID, ARE YOU, are you WORRIED? AND I SAID, MOM, uh, uh, I, I, I GOT TO TELL YOU, uh, Evie DOESN'T HAVE A JOB, I, I DON'T HAVE A JOB, WE GOT A BRAND-NEW BABY, AND I DON'T KNOW WHY, BUT I'M NOT WORRIED. And THERE WAS A LONG PAUSE, AND SHE SAID, I DON'T KNOW WHY EITHER. <laughs> <laughs> AND FROM THAT MOMENT, THERE'S ALWAYS BEEN A LITTLE ICE CHIP RIGHT HERE. <laughs> We have to take a quick break, but when we come back, I will ask Robert De Niro about a reunion of the cast and director of Heat at the Tribeca Film Festival. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. With Kizik Cans free shoes, motion sounds something like this.
0: Uh, HEY, TOUGH GUY, LET ME ASK YOU THIS. LET ME JUST TELL YOU SOMETHING. I KNOW YOU KID AROUND AND ALL THAT, BUT I'M NOT A TOUGH GUY. (laughs) Um, BUT ONE THING I AM IS A CONCERNED CITIZEN. (laughs) AND... uh, (laughs) and as I, I JOKED WITH YOU ONCE ABOUT IT WAS MY CIVIC DUTY. I THINK IT WAS WITH YOU. WHEN I USED TO DO SNL, yeah. THAT WOULD BE A MULLER CHARACTER. YEAH. I'M VERY CONCERNED ABOUT WHAT'S GOING ON, in, AS WE ALL ARE NOW. SO I'M NOT AN ACTIVIST. I'M NOT THIS, I'M JUST SOMEBODY WHO'S VERY CONCERNED, AND I THINK ANY, any, any uh, PERSON WHO IS IN THIS COUNTRY, A CITIZEN, SHOULD BE CONCERNED. SOME DON'T AGREE WITH ME AND THE PEOPLE SITTING HERE, BUT IT'S they have to get out and vote and really do the right thing. That's it. Gotta do it. That's
1: true. Well, the Tribeca Film Festival starts tomorrow. Congratulations, 21st season. Yeah. You founded it in 2002. Did you have any sense that it would become what it is, a major film festival?
0: No, we just did it THAT YEAR, WE DIDN'T KNOW WHERE IT WAS GOING TO GO AFTER THAT, AND IT SLOWLY... It... AND THIS IS IN THE SHADOW OF 9-11, yes. WHERE NOBODY'S GOING, YOU KNOW, DOWNTOWN. Yeah. WELL, THAT WAS THE IDEA, TO, re- to REVITALIZE DOWNTOWN, AND um, THAT WAS THE IDEA. AND THEN EACH YEAR, it would uh, WE'D GET IT GOING AGAIN, AND PEOPLE WANTED TO COME. So, WHAT was... ARE SOME OF THE HIGHLIGHTS THIS YEAR? WE'RE HAVING A, a HEAT... Um, REUNION TOWARD THE END OF THE FESTIVAL. THIS I KNEW. Well, there you, YOU, MICHAEL
1: MANN, AL PACINO, DE NIRO, AND AL PACINO. THERE'S a FAMOUS SCENE RIGHT THERE. 1995.
0: YEAH. YEAH. WE'RE, UM, I'M INTRODUCING uh, AL PACINO FOR GODFATHER. THAT'S THE DAY BEFORE, I mm-hmm. THINK. Um WHAT DO YOU REMEMBER ABOUT
1: MAKING HEAT? Might IF I
0: ASK? YEAH, SURE, SURE. TELL ME,
1: THIS IS A, this is a CLASSIC. PEOPLE LOVE THIS MOVIE. What, WHAT DO YOU REMEMBER ABOUT MAKING THIS?
0: WELL, I, IT WAS a HARD WORK, um, A LOT OF WORK. MICHAEL MANN IS A, a GUY WHO um, REALLY IS A STICKLER for, FOR DETAIL AND CERTAIN THINGS, AND HE WOULD HAVE YOU DO THINGS MORE AND MORE THAN, SAY, THE NORMAL um, typical, OR TYPICAL, Situation, but you knew that something was special about why he was doing it, what he was doing. It created a certain feeling um, that you know. You knew it was going to be something. How many takes are we talking? 125. Each. Wow. No, I'm kidding. No, but that... <laughs> well, Kubrick evidently Kubrick would do that, that kind of I've thing. Heard, very yeah. No, yeah. you know, a normal amount of takes, but certain things are just very careful about how to. It was all good. It was all uh, as what, it should be. What do you want a director to be giving
1: you as an actor? Because some some people say, just let me do my thing.
0: Well, they, they should... They give you what you want. They've hired you, first of all, so already they know what you can basically give them. And then you... They let you... DO what you you do and then they guide you if you're a little over here they pull you over or they let you go over there and they'll just cut it out in the editing yeah. so, <laughs> and, and that's okay sure, you know at least sure. you, you know sometimes you say to a director well look I'll do'll do it the way you want and then I let me just try this or that or mm-hmm. not say the way you want because most directors that I've worked with really good ones they just don't even do that uh, you so you do it a few ways and then they decide they, I say you see what really works once you're in the editing mm-hmm. It's that simple.
1: Is there a co-star
0: that you have most enjoyed working with? I tell you who I enjoyed working with a lot. There are many, of course, but I enjoyed working with Michelle Pfeiffer a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, not that I enjoyed working a lot with her. I only worked twice with her, but right. I, I enjoyed it a lot when we worked together. She was terrific.
1: I want to ask about Ray Liotta, who just recently uh, Ray, passed. Yes. You know, obviously, people you know associate you guys from the classic Goodfellas. Is it true that you you kind of pitched for him to play Henry Hill there, that you kind of had to not talk Scorsese into it, but you were, you were a real booster for him for that part?
0: Yeah, I mean, I told Marty, I saw him in uh, the Jonathan Demme film. Uh, Forget Something it. wild. Something wild. I said, this guy you should look at. He's terrific yeah. in the movie. And so how, how much of an influence that was on Marty, I don't know, but that's what I said. What, what was it about him that made you feel like he played good? He just had a great equality if you will sure and he was uh, right for the part yeah. if you wanted to cast it that way and uh, so uh, Marty had seen people I know I don't know who but I know he, he went through everybody and uh, was chose Ray so that was great it was a good choice yeah it was a good choice
1: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. before, before the last time you were here in 2019 in person I meant to give you something and uh, i didn't get a chance to I just just uh, Escaped my mind. But one of my writers, Caroline Lazar, uh, always puts together what she calls um, Today's Hunk. She puts together a Today's Hunk. And you've won, you know, you've won every award that there is, man, two time Oscar winner, but you've never won Today's Hunk. And (laughs) I just want to present this to you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Here it is It's Today's Hunk, Robert De Niro, you talking to me? You talking to me? Only in my dreams. Call me Bobby. Congrats, you hunky motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. I just wanted you to have that. Wow. I wanted you to have that. You can put that up on. You can Thank put that you. up on your refrigerator or something. Yeah. No. Anything you'd like to say? Thank- no, I'm honored. Mm-hmm. It's an is- honor just to be hunky.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I never thought of myself this way, but you know, I'll take it. Let me put, hold on a second, hold on.
1: And maybe we'll edit this out later, but did you, have you never thought of yourself as a sex symbol? Whatever that means, but you know what I mean. N- no. You never thought of yourself as sexy?
0: Not in, uh, no. Is,
1: <laughs> let's take a show, let's say, uh, by applause. Is Robert De Niro sexy? Hold on. Am I sexy?
0: <laughs> Wait a second. Yours was definitely louder than mine. How old are you? How old am I? Yeah, 78. Give me 78. That,
1: that gives me only. <laughs> <laughs> that, that only gives me 20 years to get sexier.
0: <laughs> well, Bob, was good to see you. Good seeing you. Always good to see you.
1: This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 1135, 1035 Central, on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Late Show Poncho Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.